Hello and welcome to I Am Geek, and this is episode 291. I'm your host, Ryan, joined by my brother, Chris, and our good pal, Katrin. Heyo. Back here again, and, and tonight we have some special guests. They were supposed to be on a few weeks ago, and then I had to get sick and go through that, but I've come yes. out on top of it. I'm alive. I can talk now. So we've, we've invited them back. We've already, we had a little technical difficulty tonight, but it's okay. We're we all got here that out now. of the way. It's out of the way. We're good. It's going to be perfect now. It's okay. We have, this is very, very cool. As everybody that listens knows and watches, I'm a huge Star Wars fan and I'm a huge Star Cruiser, Galactic Star Cruiser fan. And tonight we have part of the team from Halcyon Days, the final voyage of Disney's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. It's a documentary. We have some of the team on tonight. We have Carrie and Jonathan. Welcome to I Am Geek. Thank you. Thank you. So excited to have you here because I talked Star Cruiser with these guys and they're like, Ryan, we don't know what you're talking about. We, we didn't. I mean, that's anything you're really talking about. Yeah. We like, anytime he starts talking, we're just like, well, yeah, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> what, what's happening? So I'm glad to have some, some Star Cruiser friends on tonight where we can just really geek out about it, talk about Disney, talk about Star Wars, and this amazing thing that they create, created. So first off, why don't we um, get sort of your guys' background, um, how you got into Star Wars, Disney, you know, what do you, as I like to say, do in the, in the real world, away from all the fun stuff, and, um, and then we'll go from there, and we'll get into really fun stuff. I am a high school English teacher. My background is in rhetoric and composition. Uh, I have a PhD in that and was uh, a professor for a while. So now that's what I do during the day, but I have a lot of um, experience with creative writing. So the way that that connects with doing the Star Cruiser documentary is that through the years, I really learned about myself through writing mostly cool. trying to figure things out and reflect um from louisville kentucky star wars history saw it when i was 10 a new hope in the theaters when it came out and grew up with it um and yeah it was just kind of a magical powerful moment in my cultural youth history cool um <laughs> I I was, uh, you know, like old enough to be an original, saw it in the theater first movie, although I was very, very young. I think I barely remember it. But then Empire Strikes Back, very clear memory of being in the theater for that one um, and subsequent. So, you know, like a classic Star Wars fan uh, growing up and you know, stayed it. I've never been like a massive super fan in terms of like, I'm going to read all the novels and all that, but I was, you know, definitely a big fan. Um, and, uh, I was a long time bookstore worker until actually fairly recently. And now I'm a high school librarian and mm -hmm. same high school. So we share a job now, a job site. Nice. And yeah, you can, tell why uh why we ended up on the star cruiser i guess oh yeah i mean i want to let you uh, i mean it is your podcast i'll no, like no. ask you <laughs> you can just ask us how did you end up on the star cruiser <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh
Mexico with his father who passed away um, a few years before they were able to do that together. And I'm like, I don't care for his 50th birthday. I'm booking this thing and he's going and we'll figure out how to pay for it. And I remember exactly how I heard about it, but I was on the phone and met that March and was like, yeah, sure. I'll put a deposit down on my credit card. So much money, whatever. <laughs> so then his mom um, covered the rest of it for us. Um, oh. I think kind of in honor of his late father and us going to do it. And we went on uh, in September. So we booked in March, went on in September. I got fully spoiled because I wanted to guide him on his 50th to have a really great trip and kind of obsessed with it. Like, you know how the Facebook groups are, Ryan. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. You don't get out, you don't do anything, I understand. No, don't do a so, thing. No. Um, <laughs> so we went on, we had an amazing trip, and I just I couldn't stop thinking about it and got involved. And that's where my obsession started, which is why in part I wanted to make the doc. Because how did I, who's not a super fan of Star Wars, get obsessed with this thing that cost a ton of money? <laughs> And that I had no idea I'd get so obsessed with. Did you guys have characters when you went the first time? Or did you just enjoy it at, for what it was at the time? Like, did you come up with characters before you went? We did, yeah. I think I think Carrie um, researched enough to know that we should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing. I think anybody who went and, and if you didn't do that, you're kind of like, why are you doing it? If you're not, I don't know. It means she kind of thought we should be making up, have characters and get pretty interactive. That was what this thing was going to be about being interactive. Did so, you, so. Ryan? Did you have a character? Yeah. yeah. That was the cool thing about the May 3rd voyage because it was like all the top star Wars, like fans. And I think just about everybody was like in character. And so it was cool. I was like, I did like at that time was when um, Jedi Survivor was coming out, uh, the video game with Cal Kestis, the second one. And I saw his outfit. I'm like, that's a really cool outfit. I wonder if I can make that. So I'm like, I'm like, but I don't like him. I like him. So I can't be like, you know. And so I was kidding around uh, with Heroes of the Halcyon. And I said, I'm just old, old man Kestis. Like, you know, if he was, you know, an old man, this is what he would be. Uh, but then I, but then I was like, you know, I, I made the vest and I sort of looked like him, but and I had droids that I made that like wrote on my shoulder. And I went as a, because I make kyber crystals that work in the Disney lightsabers. I went as a kyber crystal smuggler and I decided to use my real name because I was like, I want people to like to say my real name. Cause then I'll feel <laughs> like that I'm in star Wars. Cause a lot of people are like, you can create your own, like, made up name or you could be your real name i'm like and wouldn't it be cool if i'm walking around and i see ray and she like calls me by my real name uh, versus it makes me feel like i'm part of the canon like i'm part of star wars so i just went as my real name but i was a kyber crystal smuggler uh smuggling kyber crystals um and so i got the hand i took a bunch of kyber crystals that i made and handed them out to like the cast and, and the staff and people on board and told them my story about that I was smuggling these and they looked like a trustworthy person to take one. And so I had a blast, but yeah, I think you're, you're talking about money earlier and everybody that I've talked to that's been on, nobody has ever said, I wish I didn't spend that money. <laughs> you know, nobody, 
Yeah, I haven't heard that either. No, and I, I had no business. Like, I mean, I guess I had business, but like, it's not like I have just like twenty thousand dollars over here to go four times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, this is an amazing yeah. experience. I the only reason I got to go, like, I remember when they first announced it. I'm like, I'm going to this thing, and then they announced the price, and I was like. Maybe one day I'll go to this thing. <laughs> but then I found a group that was the uh, Sweet Mate Finder. So I went with a bunch of strangers, never met before, and shared a room. And it felt like summer camp because this is all these people. Yeah, he's just missing know. a kidney. That's all it took. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool because I didn't know any of the people. We got to know. We still talk. Like we have like a Facebook uh, messenger group that we talk to each other all the time. And it's just, it, I mean, it sort of was like adult summer camp in space. Yeah. She, she calls it that a lot. Uh, you've called it like space camp a couple times. Yeah. Cause I kept trying to figure out like, why did I really feel like this is my home when I went on the second time? You know, I was like, it feels, it's like coming back to summer camp. I was a camp counselor. Were you, did you do summer camp? I was a student pastor for many years, so I did lots of camps, lots of <laughs> summer camps. Um, yeah, so which that I think that's one reason why I liked and we'll get back to all your stuff because your stuff is way cooler than um, hearing me talk. I think that's one reason I liked the Starkers are so much is because when I used to work with students, I would make these big immersive events. Before anybody made a versus events, I was like, let's, I want to make something big. And so I would make like these big like events where it was like a escape room, but there was actors and we, I would bring in people. We did when Doctor Who was really big, we did a, um, a weeping angel thing where the kids had to go through these different rooms and they would be chased by weeping angels. And we had actors playing all these. So <laughs> when I got on board, I was like, this is what, this was my dream, like to the grandest scale where you're just totally immersed in an environment and once you enter there until you leave it's like you're in a whole different world and it was one of the i mean i tell people all the time I was like because i have kids and i have a family i'm like i don't want to say it's the greatest thing they've ever done but for me alone <laughs> it's a great one of the greatest things i've ever done sure. yeah, yeah so let me share something with you will you grab that book right behind you jonathan i'm going to share i've got a prop so <laughs> When I got off the, the first time, yes. yep, that one. Thank you. Do y'all know me? Do you know um, Maria Bamford by any chance? Y'all know the comic Maria Bamford? Well, anyway, name sounds familiar. Name sounds familiar. You're at this book. Sure, I'll join your cult. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, no, that's all I'm saying. So I get off the surface <laughs> and I cannot stop talking to my mother. And anyone who'll listen, my brother, my friends, I'm like, are you going to go on the Star Cruiser with me? Let's go. Come on. It's not going to be that much. We split it up. I got the discount. I got the Visa card. Let's go. My mom's <laughs> like, you may not be of any religion. Uh, I brought you up Presbyterian and you've left the flock, but like you've joined a cult. So this <laughs> guest bed in my Halcyon room, because that's what it's like. It's like an amazing, um, really positive, super cool. Well, like, and like everybody has an altar like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the Star like, Cruiser fans have like <laughs> an altar. Yeah. You know? I've got a like huge shelf over here that's just all Star Cruiser. You know, that's all, that's all the, the, you know, like all the postcards and jewelry and everything that you get. I'm sure you got a lot of it on the May the 4th. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I still yeah. get stuff for people. People send me stuff. 
And I'm like, like somebody sent me a uh, Saja beads, like the whole like oh, yeah. beads and everything. Um, it's so cool. But yeah, to me, it was like, um, it was like I was a kid again. And this, this is going to sound like, I'm not going to get emotional. It's like I was a kid again and I found, finally found friends that liked the same things that I liked. Yeah. And you know what? Thank you for sharing that and let, let, just let it go. Okay. Just yeah. <laughs> have a cross session. We can all, Cause every interview that I've done just about for the doc, there's been a moment like that where somebody yeah. said, I felt like I found the community I was looking for. I felt like I could be a kid again. I reunited with my daughter who I was estranged from through this mm-hmm. experience. And I would pay any amount for that. Like yeah, over, this cool. comes over and people just weeping. Hmm. So Chris and I don't know how you, Chris and Katron, I don't know how you feel about weeping over. Yeah. You missed it. You missed out on all the <laughs> weeping and the fun. And we have, you missed out all the friends you could have made. It's the yeah, journey. Sure. You know? I've already cried today after seeing the X-Men um, oh. 97 trailer. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I've, I had a big cry earlier today. After that, so. <laughs> I, I cried, but it was cool to see. <laughs> it, it was very cool to see. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought this is going off. I thought they made a, I thought they made a strong choice with the way Magneto looked. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> it's like some romantic novel cover with this long flowing white hair it's the 90s i yeah. guess that's right all right but- is it split down the middle is it like a shirt like a ruffle shirt or something yeah it's something like it was just like i just want you to know that it's all mine now. <laughs> this is like fling his hair. hair. Back and stuff. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Remember the Fabio? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. When when he said to me, my X-Man, I, I just bawled. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you know, it was, it was very cool to see. Um, all right, let's get back to the, to the documentary. <laughs> I'm going to steer us back on course. So you, you went, you said f- four times. I did. That's awesome. So yeah. when in those four times did you decide a documentary needs to be made? So we're visiting friends in the U.S. Virgin Island, St. Croix. Okay, beautiful. We're in the Caribbean. We're in calm turquoise water, and I turned to my husband and I'm like, "But you know that character idea I had." <laughs> for the star cruiser that we're about to go on again i'm like so do you think i should like maybe do x y and z and he's like well yeah you know what i was thinking about and i'm like we're in the caribbean on saint Croix, and we're talking about star cruiser there's a there's something going on here there's an issue like so i put a call out mid-july before we boarded in august with my brother and his son because i convinced him to do it with us and we had the discount by that it was before the closure so we had the discount we could split it up and we could manage yeah. that and um, I was like, I think I need to make a documentary about this to figure out what the heck is going on with my full blown obsession with this thing. Um, yeah. So that's how that happened. I wanted to figure it out. I thought a doc would be the best way to do it. 
So, so you oh, go ahead, go ahead, Catherine. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you have experience making documentaries before not, then? Is that, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just thought it'd be a great idea. You knew some people that had done before. Or? No. no. Okay. About this. Okay. So. Well, I mean, I think uh, you we did that. know one person, and so we are acquaintance Ben, who is not here, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Daughtry is, um, he's had a ton of uh, experience uh, doing a lot of TV, doc TV, and then some documentary features. He's been like a producer, director, editor, you know, he's done kind of it all. He's very, uh, so he's done a lot of stuff. Hmm. Uh, he's was an LA, he's from Louisville, same town as us. He was from, had lived in LA for a long time, but had moved back fairly in the recent memory. Uh, and um, he, so we called him, Carrie called him and was like, Ben, let us like tell you about this idea and talk us out of it. She's like, talk me out of it. And then he did the opposite. He was like, oh, that's a great idea. Like you should totally do this. I'll get on board and nice. yeah. So you can pick it up from there. Maybe. Yeah. He, he wanted to get on board. He, but before this, to be honest with you, I just thought I'll see if some other people out there want to do it and we'll figure it out. Cause that's, generally how I go through life is like, I want to do this thing. I'll figure it out. I wasn't really thinking about Ben at that point. I was just like, uh, I'll just get on iMovie, do some interviews, shoot, shoot me on board the Star Cruise. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. I had no clue what I was doing, but I've learned <laughs> so much. And I'm, um, when I get onto something, my husband can attest to this. Um, I'm a little bit of a force of nature. I just. A little. will happen you know like whatever you decided to do will get done in some way shape or form so so now we've got this great team together and i can talk more about them but it's been crazy like the momentum and the help and the talent on the team who are all i'm I'm putting things on a credit card and just trying to slowly feel it's incredible So you decided to make the documentary before they announced the closing? No, no, it was, no, no, it was about a month after. Month after? Okay. Yeah. And one of the women who responded from the Facebook community, Carly Kosrick, our lead researcher, who's a um, faculty member at the Illinois Institute of Technology. She's a media studies professor and a dean there. She's into game design. She's amazing. She had wanted to do one. And then I put a call out people responded and she was the one that has stuck with me. And then we started working on it and then things kind of grew from there. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's excellent because basically I don't know if anybody else is doing anything like this, but this is going to be a time capsule pretty much Yeah. for the star cruiser. That's no longer with us. It's weird to say it like that, but yeah, it's no longer with us. (laughs) Moved on. It's dry docked. Um, So, yeah, so it's going to be a time capsule because you, you've you interviewed a lot of people, correct? I have. I've interviewed uh, over two dozen, including Heroes of the Halcyon, including yeah. Aaron Steven, <laughs> but including some really amazing um, members of the community like Lisa Moses and um, the Spam fam. I don't know if you know those guys. They were on our cruise. There's just like if you go to our YouTube channel, you can see all the clips that we've done. Um, and lots more planned, including oh, a bunch of some clips. 
not all the clips. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You can see a few, a few clips. Some of them. Yeah. Many, many, many. You, know, you can see a hundred clips. That no, we have, we've done a lot of interviews, and we do have several more scheduled. John's been doing them social media. Um, but we also filmed me on the fourth voyage, going all the way through the experience. Oh, so cool. for the doc, I'm kind of the avatar for the frame. But it's not about me. It's really about how we all got obsessed and became part of the community, and what a cool, meaningful, fun, joyous, beautiful, awesome, nerdy, just <laughs> one of a kind. It sounds so cliche, but it really is experience. It is. Yeah. 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 Did, so for that, for the, for your journey, did you stick with um, a certain storyline or did you bounce the different ones to show the different aspects? You the... My storyline. Oh, you mean like, did I stick to a path? Yeah. Stick to a path. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I just always got roped in with Wraith and I had been talking with Jason Keller and he knew I was coming on. So, and we were, we, anyway, so I was on the smuggler path, but I also managed to get us into the holocron finale yeah. to film it. So yeah, yeah I was on the scoundrel <laughs> smuggler heist path. <laughs> That's the fun one, right? It is. Yeah. I just I, knew right away. Scoundrel. When I saw <laughs> <laughs> Tell. I somehow bounced around <laughs> a bunch. I think it was because I was like, this may be the only time I do it. And people kept like some of the, um, like here's a house owner would grab me and be like, come, come, just come with me. You're going to want to see this. Or like when the moment you have to choose which path to finalize, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do. And Steven um, from uh, Princess of Scoundrel, mm -hmm. I was like, Steven, which one should I do? And he just took my phone away from me and he goes, there, I've picked for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Damn. All right, we'll see what happens then. And I ended up in the, in the Holocron. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, thanks, Steven. He's like, I thought you might <laughs> like that. But yeah, I it was I had a I don't want to tell all my stories because I'm sure nobody was here. I had a, a really funny story with Wraith, since you like Wraith. Um, that if you want to hear it. Um, I do. And so you'll just have to share this with me so I can use it for my doc, where I just get to interview you and you can tell hey, me for the documentary. I would love to to be interviewed. I would I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. You may this this story is the reason I tell this story is because it shows how they cater to the individual, that it wasn't a script that they read the whole time, but it was improvised based on who they were talking to. Because I'm pretty sure, because I've talked to a lot of people and I may be wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that got this from Wraith. Um, it, it's PG 13. We'll say, I think you guys know the story. Right. Mm, yes. Let's say it's PG 13. <laughs> I was hanging out with Wraith. It was just me and him. And this lady walked up to us to Wraith and said, Hey, would you like some spice? And he said, I mean, I, I, of course I'd like some spice. He <laughs> goes, How'd you get it on here? You know, she's like, oh, I've got my ways. So she handed it and then she walked off. And he, and he, he picked it up and he, he smelled it and then he looked at me and he said, I think I need to go wash my hands because I think I know where she smuggled this. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, 
Okay, there's no way that he goes around saying that to other people, like to the kids and stuff. You know, I was so I was like, wow. That, I mean, I mean, that's it's funny, but I was like, it was sort of an experience just for me, and that's how it was the whole time. Like they would just have experience. It wasn't like, hey, twenty people, fifty people, gather around so I can go through my script. It this was like up somebody's it, butt, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like I'm pretty sure this came out of her butt. It was hilarious. Like I was like cackling and he, he was laughing and stuff. So it was just cool that there's so many little experiences that um, was had on it. And, you know, it's, yeah, I could tell all kinds of stories about meeting cast members off the ship and just walking up to them and like saying a line. And then they immediately just like, mm. like you're one of us. And just like, talk to me. Like I ran into, um, one of the Croys or my Croy from my ship. Um, but he was working on Batu as the first order guy there. Lieutenant Asman, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And I just walked up to him and said, Hey, just wanted to, um, you look like a person that I once met on a, on a, on a star cruiser. And he said, Yes, he is long gone now, but he always holds a special place in my heart. And we just sat there and talked about the Star Cruiser for a minute. And so it was, it was cool. It's just cool. But I, I'm look, I'm so looking forward um, to this documentary, just seeing it come to life and seeing all the love that's poured into it. Um, where are you guys on the timeline for it right now? What's How's the timeline going for you? Me? Yes, you. <laughs> <laughs> She's, I'm like the, I'm help. the director. I'm the, I'm the helper. I'm barely doing it. She's like the director of this thing. Um, <laughs> where are we on the timeline? Okay, um, I'll try. I, yeah, you. I'll try. So right now, the four-minute teaser trailer, which is kind of like a sizzle reel, which I didn't know what that was until this thing. <laughs> it's being finalized. Um, so we have a score, a film score expert from the community, John Beachy. He is scoring it. He's Again, doing it for free. Our editor is doing the coloring. So we expect the teaser trailer to be done within the week. So we hope to share that with the community before I go on the cruise so we can have people cool. go see it, visit that, check it out. Then we'll be wrapping up interviews probably by the end of April, mid-May. So we'll go into post-production over the summer. Cool. So goal for me that the team also, I think, shares and understands is that we have at least 20 minutes of something to show at house that's either rough or because we you know it's going to be 45 minute slot heroes are on board they really want us to do it um i don't think we'll have time for any more than that so that's a realistic goal yeah. is 20 minutes maybe the first 20 minutes of it or a good 20 minute segment um yeah. show cool. a little intro show it q a maybe have everybody say together as one get that on film <laughs> that kind of thing so that's I want to get this done quickly. Like I don't want to be um, fiddling about with this. I want to move um, along. Yeah, I do. I do have to commend you for. Uh, I mean, doing this. I mean, I, I've worked on several film projects and stuff, and it's hard. There's a lot. Thank you. A lot to do. There's more than you can you can imagine. Like there's so many people that do so many different jobs on a movie and uh, you guys are doing it just like a, a ragtag group, <laughs> small group. Uh, just like Star Wars. Just like Star Wars. Very, yeah. very 
<laughs> it's like, you know, people um, originally before, we, I tried to do a small kind of crummy fundraiser in the beginning just to pay for, um, <laughs> you made a symbol because you're on your Mac. So it does like, if you do this, it'll do balloons or something, right? Yeah. Something what? Like, I don't remember what, what it does. It didn't do it. Well, <laughs> your yeah. <laughs> that was funny. You understand, like, people are like, why do you only need to raise funds? And I'm like, you have no clue what it takes. Oh, yeah, like, it's crazy. Working for free, a eh? two of them are in the industry and side gigging. Like, we luckily have salaries, and as does Carly mm. and other people. But like, side gigging drives cameras, storage, travel, mm. every you know, promotion, festivals, um, you know, all the stuff. I had no clue about. Oh, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, so we're seeking some um, like um, more like robust funding sources and maybe some studios. But hey, Chris, if you want to get together and talk about it after, just reach out. <laughs> like if if you want to get involved in some way, or if you have some um, anything you might be able to offer. Knowledge, yes. You mean it's amazing, like really helpful, amazing. I <laughs> you understand because people are like you're just stuff and putting it together and i'm like yeah that's it yeah yeah that's all that's all it is to us that is funny because i think um I, I mean especially our generation uh before before youtube when you would say you're making a movie people are like oh yeah making a movie oh right. that takes a lot of work but now with youtube people are like oh yeah yeah my uh my nephew does that you know he <laughs> He well, makes they, movies all the time Apple, on YouTube. When Apple talks about their phones, right? They're like, you can make a movie with your phone. You know, you don't, that's all you but, need. But people don't that's understand that to make a quality, like something like yeah. this, there's a lot of work. It's not just holding up your phone and be like, do something funny. You know, it's like a lot <laughs> of work. And I I just commend you on what Thank you're doing you. because it's, uh -huh. it's amazing. And I think that I need to talk to the heroes of the Halcyon guys and say, listen, if you're showing this, you need to have tissues, just boxes of tissues everywhere <laughs> because there's not going to be a dry eye in the house. People are going to be looking. Teaser trailer. It's going to, I'm going to hit you right upside the head with it. But Katrin, uh, what you're saying about the iPhone, that's sort of who I was before I started this. I was like, I'll just make it on the iPhone. No problem. But we're doing like yeah. a real lot, like, our executive producers and like he knows what he's doing and you're right we're gonna need some tissues but like we want to do this legit where it looks good yeah. it sounds good um, it's all this great footage to choose from well and, and bringing it back to what you mentioned earlier ryan i think that you know you want a time capsule of this thing you know there's there there's a million um hours of of iphone footage of the thing you know people have yeah. put, people put tons of their iphone videos on so that's great that that existed, but, you know, Carrie and once Ben got on board, the person with some experience who was thinking of this as a real, a real documentary, documentary. it was like, can we get a, a professional type filming on there on the cruise to capture it? Yeah. You know, well, and, and we did, luckily they, you know, gave permission as long as the equipment was, was unobtrusive enough not to, getting uh other passengers way but it was professional equipment so like it got captured you know nicely on film and and hopefully that'll you know it'll be like people people can see what it was like so yeah 
and did I think that, oh, sorry did that become part of the the story too like in when you were on the halcyon did that did you weave that in somehow of like we're this filming crew coming on the halcyon or <laughs> or, or does, yeah, yeah okay. but we're yeah. there to film the 275th anniversary of oh, that cool. okay yeah Which we were a film crew there for that purpose I feel like I need to share this with you, Ryan. And I don't know how much Star Wars fans, Chris, you and Kate, you and Kate are, but I really feel like you'll appreciate this. My, my final character for that voyage was, I was an e-wookie <laughs> whose mom had been on Endor for an environmental trip with some like some biology scientists, some scientists, some ecology scientists who they were collecting. She was just an assistant, but she had a, um, a moment with an Ewok that she was attracted to. (laughs) PG 13. PG 13. They're adorable. She left Endor because, you know, Endor's not really human. Well, not so she goes back to um, her home planet of Kantuk and she meets a Wookiee with whom she actually settles down with. So um, I am the result of that moment. E Wookiee, Jellicle Sparks, <laughs> the E Wookiee for my final voyage. So you're going to see her adventures. And my whole goal on that fourth voyage was can I make these actors laugh just by saying my name and telling them my story? That was my yeah. goal. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, brings Yub Nub uh, gives Yub Nub a whole new meaning. (laughs) (laughs) Yub Nub. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a Star Wars. My Star Wars has the Yub Nub song in it before they removed it from from the the end. That's (laughs) that's 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 how I wanted it to end. Not with the other stuff. Just give me Yub Nub. Can we go back to your wraith real quick? Which wraith did you have? Did you have Justin, Jason? Um, I oh gosh. Um, Smolder? Did you have Smolder? He uh, wait. Steven. Steven. Which one was he? Oh, which one? No, no, no. The ball. Oh no, I'm getting my Croy and because the Croy that we had, I knew him from videos as a wraith, and the wraith was he was bald. Um. Yeah, just completely. He didn't. I don't even have any hair at all. Okay. <laughs> just completely hairless. <laughs> like he's like Top me. The bottom. I think that's why we talk so much. Uh, but sort of older. I mean, not not old old, but like he wasn't like. I think there was a younger one. He wasn't the younger guy. Uh, he may have had. I don't. Okay. I'm trying. I don't think he had. I I probably got pictures with him that I could find. Um, okay. I tall, think this- taller. He wasn't. Uh, our Croy was the guy with the. Goatee and bald. Oh, that was our Croy. That was our Croy. Or is that our? It doesn't matter. I just was yeah. curious. It was in yeah. ours. He was yeah. really funny. Um, yeah, he was. He was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think what is going to differentiate you guys from just uh, besides the quality of the of the filming, um, but from the YouTube videos that everybody records in and this documentary, you guys are going to have the heart because you're going to have these interviews and these stories woven in to your time aboard. And I just think that's one of the coolest things 
about this is that you're not only getting from what I've read and heard, you're not only getting stories from people that boarded as passengers, but you're getting stories from the actors, from the cast and, and how, how is, has there been a problem getting cast members and stuff to do that with Disney or, or they're sort of like, no, it's okay. Just, just go ahead and, and do it. I, if you don't want to talk about that, we don't have to. No. I, I was curious that if, it, if that gave you a problem with, with having, I guess, employees or former employees. Are you looking at me? Uh, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I am very grateful that we have had uh, interviews with a couple actors. Um, one of them is Adam Riley, the first Croy, who is hilarious and beloved. Then we've interviewed another actor. We have a third actor. And that's going to be, I'm going to interview on Saturday. And then we have Jay, the crucial crew member we interviewed. And I think we'll be able to get LaBeth and a few other people down the line who will come on board once we get this trailer out there. But yeah, there's been an issue. Like we'd really like to have um, more women represented from the cast. It's, It's difficult. And I keep saying, listen, if you hear this, please just get in touch and We'll take whatever you're comfortable and can share. I know some people are still working for uh, Disney. So we're going to blue sky it right here for a moment. Yeah. What do you think, if uh, anything, they are going to do with this building that sits there just abandoned, basically? What, do you think there there is a plan or do you think it's like um, the wonders of life that will sit there forever? They've <laughs> caught or, if you have an idea what they should do with it, what do you think they should do with it? I think they're going to do a general call out to all of the star cruisers and be like, come on in. And then they're just going to lock us in and be like, shut up. <laughs> here it is. You could live here. Just live. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I could see like offering activities like for a cost. You know, because there's the lightsaber room set up for that, engineering room set to play in, the bridge is set up. I don't have a lot of hope that it's going to come back in any way. And even if it did, let's be honest, Ryan, like it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. No, no. You know? So I don't know. Do you? Do you have more of a note? Well, my my thing, we did do an episode on our other, we have another podcast called Living with the Landspeeder where we take a a Disney ride and Star Warsify it. And we actually re-Star Warsified Star Cruiser when they closed it. Uh, So that was a fun episode for listeners, if you want to check it out. Um, my cons- I'm a huge Disney fan. And and I read all the news and I, and I look at all the sort of the business stuff behind it. My fear is when, when they announced it, the fear immediately set in that nothing's going to be done with it is yeah. my fear because there's so many buildings at Disney World that have sent it that have just basically set empty since the nineties. I mean, that long early two thousands, they're still sitting there empty, huge buildings, but they just abandoned. So I would love for them to do something. I don't know with what the tax write-off stuff, how that, what all the paperwork says that they can do and they cannot do. I hope they do something with it. I hope it's not just a storage building. And right now we don't even know what's left in there. Is everything still there? I know that one of the elevators was dismantled. Um, that's all I know for sure. Hmm. Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> it's fine. 
Disney does all this. Uh, I know for sure that one of the elevators was dismantled. Um, it's that's, still there, probably, but all the theming was that's taken. That's a very interesting detail, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. He knows a lot but, about but, elevators. I know. Yeah, he's kind of obsessed well, with elevators. Just, yeah. mention that part. It's a thing. Just, I don't know. Um, but I'll give you. I'll give you uh, my thoughts on why it closed. If you want those. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think that this, and I've heard from different people through the grapevine and stuff, that the Star Cruiser was never taken out of R&D, research and development. Yeah. It was always in research and development. And the plan was, this was a trial. And that as long as it made the money that they set up, the price and this is how much money at the beginning, then they would keep it open. As soon as it didn't make the certain amount, it's R and D. We write it off as Texas taxes is a good trial. And we move on. There was never a plan to lower the price. It was not going to happen. And because if, if that was the plan, I don't think they would have closed it in 18 months or whatever. They'd be like, let's figure it out. But because it was R and D, research and development, it played into a factor where it was easier for them to write stuff off and basically take the, take the cut there. That's just my business side of it. I, I don't think it was ever meant to survive in the current climate that we're in. Mm. And you're like, that's crazy, right? <laughs> Like, why would they spend that much money? But they've done it before. It's like, just that doesn't that wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know. We've we've been watching lately these this like all these behind the attractions shows yeah. on the, that Disney Plus has, and they're they're really interesting. And there's a lot of um, and like the uh, the Imagineering yeah. series as well. A lot of a lot of more behind the scenes than I almost would have thought. And, you know, even stuff like you, you, they show you them building like Euro Disney and like the Disney stuff and like Hong Kong or whatever. And, you know, there's things that go like you can see the bumps in the road, but it doesn't seem like Disney does anything that's not, you know, intended to succeed. I don't know. Well, like I, I well, have. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that to a certain point. I think when some leadership changed, that changed. Disney bankrupt Disney, like Walt Disney bankrupt the Disney company several times to make stuff happen that he dreamed about. Now that wouldn't happen. They're not going to bankrupt Disney or any part of Disney to make stuff happen. Um, yeah, that's that's where the tax write-offs come in. Uh, <laughs> They, they this much and you can see their the their latest uh, imagineer thing that came out with the guy that that just gave an award to um who invented the um the lightsaber that's on board he's the guy that invented the lightsaber and then he just invented this or his new patents is the hollow tiles have you seen this it's like a floor mm. that you can they're calling it hollow tile it's a floor that you can walk on as much as you want and you never move like it would be good work. yeah yeah you, it would be good for like video games and stuff 
Um, it would be good. It'd been great for the Star Cruiser because they can put stuff on it and make it look like you're moving it with the Force. It's really cool technology. This is a guy that made the lightsaber, and uh, I think they asked about the lightsaber, and he said, "Well, it may come back, it may not." You know, this is what I do. I make patents for Disney. So they got a lot of patents out of it. They got a lot of tech that they didn't have before that they can make money other places. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope something comes back, even if it's just like a, a day, a day trip thing. I don't know what they would do with all the, the, the rooms in there. It's, it's an but, expensive experiment, right? Go, go yeah. ahead, Jonathan. You're going to say something. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? We know none of us know. Yeah. Nobody knows. We'll, it'll, it'll, we'll see at some point what, what happens, but I mean, yeah, I could definitely see it being like a, a sort of more economically viable scaled down in certain senses. Like maybe it still operates as, as like a hotel, even yeah. though it's not big for a hotel, it's kind of, but it's like a little boutique hotel for people that want to be just in star Wars and they're just going to go to Stout galaxy's edge, but they're staying there. Yeah. Maybe it's like you do a day pass if you want to do some of the like little immersive thing that's less intense, you know, it's not as crazy big elaborate, but it's still kind of immersive. Like some little interactions happen and you solve some puzzles and have fun in the engineering room or do some, I mean, I could see some version where it's like a combination that's cheaper and scaled down. Yeah. But you know, it won't be what it was. No. And it's cool that if you go back and look at the artwork for, for galaxy's edge before, you know, the star cruiser was announced, a lot of the concept art, made its way onto the star cruiser it was supposed to be at galaxy's edge and then it made its way on the star cruiser um so so that's cool that it actually finally got to to be made um but wouldn't it be cool if gaia ended up in galaxy's edge for, a, din- for a dinner show wouldn't that be so cool because <laughs> there's buildings there at galaxy's edge that are empty they're used, used for storage right now that could be um made into something like that who knows i think um with with Iger, we're getting all this business stuff i'm sorry <laughs> i think with Iger <laughs> announcing that they're going to pour billions into the next few years to expand the parks um maybe there's a little star wars in there we'll see you can't lose with it you you can't you lose would, yeah you would hope i mean well like unless the star cruiser i guess i don't know they they, they seem to be all in on star wars just generally as a yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Frank, yeah. you know, or Chris or uh, Katrin? Is it Katrin? Am I saying that right? Katrin? Yeah, his yeah. first name's Chris. Uh, it's Chris Katrin, but since we have my brother's Chris, he just goes by his last name to make it easier <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. So, do you all know would they keep something in R and D like for a long time? Like, because I know they they like tr- like relocated people to be in these roles and do this work. So right. I would think they would keep it in R and D with like a, without like a indefinite, like we're just going to keep it going for you who we've relocated to be here. I mean, yeah. they keep something in R and D for that long. Cause I know they were still upgrading things like up until the last minute, it was maybe technically still in R and D, which I think is cool for that kind of yeah. thing. But I think if I'd moved to have a career, I would be like, if this is R and D, this better be long haul R and D. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, uh, I would say they like they could keep stuff in R and D for quite some time. I mean, and and depending on like 
you're talking about for like the jobs necessarily like i mean for like imagineering and stuff like that they all they aren't just at disney constantly though they're con there's a lot of contract people that'll come in like oh it's a job i'll go do it it's r&d i mean but hey it's a job <laughs> it'll be fun i can go do that for a while and then i'll leave and i'll go do something else um for for the people doing the concept and stuff like that they would they would probably know that and know that there's a time limit that they would be doing it on now for like the actors and stuff like that that may not even be something that's necessarily disclosed to them that's a yeah that it's r&d it's just like this is a job it's an acting job um you're on a contract for this many months and right. and if things go well you can extend it like they might not say it's yeah. r&d oh. right 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 <laughs> i heard that it was like a year contract for yeah. Most yeah, a lot of stuff like that. There'll be like a contract with like um, with animation, like um, a lot of places like with Disney and stuff. It's all like um, job specific, contract specific. They're like come in for like three months to work on this movie. And then like there may be another movie after that that we want to keep you around for, uh, but maybe not. So, you know, keep your options open if you need to go somewhere else. I mean, it, a lot of jobs like that, it, you, you hop around from studio to studio. So the people, animators for Disney also work at Sony and then also work um, at DreamWorks and they just jump around from studio to studio a lot of times. So yeah so I, I can see that being a thing where they would they could keep it really in r d as long as legally they could <laughs> yeah. yeah but we don't know it's just guessing <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's fun to you know guess and try to well, what, what i think is interesting about like beyond the future of the star cruiser proper itself is like how the community is going to move forward because yeah. it's so strong and that's part of what the dock will eventually land on it's talking about um you know where it goes next like what happens now to all these people who've come together and they have such strong feelings about this experience um so that's one of the things that we'll talk about and discuss and get into is like that community moving forward doing things like um the may the fourth um may the fourth events and the wish cruise and Halsecon and yeah. so on and so forth yeah. And maybe Disney will see this and be like, wow, this there's a group there. I mean, it's solid. It's keeping going. We got to bring something back. The Star Cruiser has to come back now. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would love for it to come back um, in some form or another. Even if it's a watered-down form, I would still like to see it. You know, it bring I, bring back memories. With um, the wish thing that you're doing, if you do enough of that stuff like that, I mean, they they'll have like star wars days at sea and stuff like that maybe they would do something where they like brought on some of the characters for like a a cruise cool. ship just like a special, cool. special like three-day cruise and they pretend it's the <laughs> i i'm a big i'm wearing a wish hat even like i i i'm a cruise Disney cruise person yeah, I've been on the wish before. Yeah. The inaugural. <laughs> They're not an inaugural year. Yeah. <laughs> we out on the wish because I just watched the documentary about it. It's I'm so excited. I'm leaving in two weeks. Tell me about it a little bit. Or I'm sorry, I'm getting off track, Ryan. But no, like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, you're uh, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun. Like I, I've been on um the magic and the wonder and the wish. Um I 
personally prefer the smaller ships, the Magic or the Wonder. Um, and I personally prefer the adult area on those two as well. Yeah. It is smaller on the Wish. Uh, but the Wish is, is really cool. It's, it's, it's huge. I've actually been on the Wish twice. But the first time... Um, <laughs> It's where all his money goes. <laughs> the first day I got on the ship, I was like, I'm really tired. Like, like we just boarded, like, I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna take a nap. And I took a nap and I woke up. I was like, I'm not feeling good. And I took a COVID test and I had COVID. And so the rest of the cruise, I was in my room. But I mean, even though I had COVID, it was one of the best <laughs> vacations I've <been> done. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they provided everything. Like they brought all our meals to our room. Like they, they comped us like so much stuff. Like we, they, they gave our us money back for the cruise. Um, and then they put us up at a hotel like afterward. It was, it was a special amazing. car, especially. Yeah. They, they, they <laughs> people having to get off the ship, like you have to line up or whatever. They just like, we had our own bus. <laughs> <laughs> like on the well, when they had to go the through the people. tunnel and the thing yeah, <laughs> yeah we, didn't have, we didn't have to wait to get off we just brought COVID our bus. Just on the covid bus uh <laughs> but the wish is is really good um definitely like just like eat and eat <laughs> eat everything there's so much good food and uh, if you've been on a cruise before like if you're at dinner um and you can't decide between the desserts they'll bring both to Come you on. <laughs> <laughs> and like and just like the room service is also free so like i mean just get food just eat all the food <laughs> now i want to go and the, one of your the favorite shop though, right hmm? the, the trivia is one of your favorite events oh yeah the, like they have like the like the bars and stuff and places and um and they'll have them for adults but also like kid versions and adults can go to those too but they'll have all these trivia sessions that you can go to uh, where it's not just Disney trivia. Some of it's like um, TV show trivia or like 70s music trivia, stuff like that. Those are always fun to go to. And of course, they got the movie theaters. I love to go to the movies and those are free. You can just go see a movie. I'll tend to go to a later one. Um, there's not that many people at them. Tonight's episode is sponsored by The Wish. <laughs> <laughs> not like, really. Not I'm really. afraid that COVID, but... What I think the message I'm receiving is that I need to get COVID because that's how yeah, you, you just need to get COVID and it'll be a free trip. Just be like, uh, <laughs> I think I have COVID. Thanks. I'd like to be VIP'd all the way through. Thank yeah. you so much. It's yeah. it's nice. We we now they probably don't do that though. They'll probably just be yeah, like, you're fine. We typically get a balcony on a cruise when we go. Um, yeah. and that's that's really nice because like, yeah, you have your. Yeah, your own. Yeah, it's it's really nice to have your own space. My wife just likes to just go out there and just sit there during the day and just really not just bring a book and just read. It's really relaxing. But um, and I don't know your excursions or anything. We don't really do a lot of excursions, but um, uh, Castaway Key, if you're going there, mm -hmm. really nice, uh, really nice place. Um, get you a conch cooler. I think uh, I think it's a drink to get there. <laughs> We're about. We need to wrap up here in a minute, but since we're talking about the wish uh, event, are so I'm I'm curious. Is people are people dressing up? Are is, are people coming in character? Nice. Wow. All space pirates. We're gonna all be like Star Wars, Star Cruiser, space pirates. That's cool. Very cool. I would go for that. I would go for that. Yeah. 
I bet the bars get the Star Wars bar is going to be like packed. Well, yeah, it's not it's, very big. Yeah, it's not very big. It'll be, it'll be super packed. The door is awesome. I love the door. That's my favorite. Yeah, part. you love that door. It's just it's, all the doors on the Star Cruiser. <laughs> i mean it's i mean it's like it's the type of door you go in in a grocery store and i mean that's that's what it is it's not just not glass doors right but it's or, just like it's but i mean it's it's so made up to like look like a like a, like a star wars door or whatever that, I don't, every I don't time know. every time chris goes to the grocery store he's like wow this is like being in star wars like, dude, I know. It's, it's amazing <laughs> Target. Oh, oh. And I got it. Right I, now. 
I got it and I read it to my kids and they loved it. And my, my daughter loves Figment too. Like she like, um, it's so funny. We, when we go, we, you know, we always got to go on Figment, even though it's, I'm like, I tell my kids, cause my kids are six and nine. I'm like, this, this Figment's fun, but this is not, you know, <laughs> this is not the best Figment. Um, <laughs> but like we were writing Figment and or journey to imagination. Um, and there's the, the skunk part. Yes. Um, yeah. So we had been on it before and my daughter was like, Hey, I like, I don't want the skunk part. And, <laughs> and one of the people working, one of the cast members said, Oh, we can just turn it off for you. Uh-uh. And she's like, yes. No. Yeah, that's yeah. That would make it right. Perfect. We turn it, turn it off. So we round the corner. <laughs> we get to that part and the skunk, Figment skunk blaster in the face wow. with the smell. And she's like, they lied to us. They didn't turn it off. <laughs> That's great. I knew one of you, at least one of you would be Figment fans. I mean, oh, I, I love Figment. Yeah. But I did when I met Figment because they were doing meet and greet when I was getting off right on. I saw that he was there and I'm like, we get off and he's there. And I would never stand in line for a meet and greet. That's just not my jam. Yeah. But I did for Figment and I I did I did cry. Oh <laughs> I cried over Figment. Okay. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, check your local targets. They may have the Figment uh, golden book. Yeah. Oh my god, like that's three dollars. So can't be that. Trying to find a picture of me with Figment in the park, but anyway, I know we're trying to wrap it. I just had to know about Figment because we we're gonna geek out on stuff. So yeah. Well, on Figment. Yeah, we I, we love Figment around my house. Yep. Yeah. So I'll probably go on it when I go back in, in May, even though it's <laughs> it's not you know it's former glory, but maybe one day they'll bring it back. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're a Stitch household here. There's, oh well. Got so much stitch. <laughs> yeah. There's just um, so much Stitch. Um, <laughs> we even got a. Um, it was given to, I forget, there was only like seven of them made or something like that. But we have a surfboard hanging above our bed that's a stitch surfboard that we uh, bought at an auction. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so, like so much, so much stitch stuff. I got a tiki stitch over here. And like, I have I, a lot I of think stitch, there's a stitch on every one. We do. We got so much <laughs> stitch stuff. <laughs> for valentine's day yesterday uh, uh, uh i got a little stitch statue for my wife <laughs> well, there the, go. was it the jim shore um little stitch <laughs> oh yeah for christmas like he bought me the halcyon lego atrium set nice oh i saw <laughs> that that's so cool i didn't know you could buy it i thought he's put instructions out for it right well yes not a set that lego makes or anything no no yeah 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 we could that, like there's the uh, Bricklink and other there's a couple versions of it, but the yeah. websites that make it really easy to once somebody makes an instructions, they'll match it up and they'll yeah. show sellers have all the pieces you need, and they cool. and it's a really amazing job of like kind of putting together your order for you. Like this is this will make what you want to make, and that's so cool. Yeah. yeah, we're big into Lego around here too. I, I keep thinking of so last thing, and then we'll. I promise, because you guys gotta get the bad. We're what's up. your What's your favorite um, keeps keepsake from the Halcyon? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. So, 
All right, here you go. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, right up here, this is one of my favorites. I can't say it's my favorite, but these. Do you know what these are by any chance, Ryan? So these are. Oh, that's a uh, really stiff contacts. <laughs> some kind of some kind of money, like uh. These are credits to bet with during the for the yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm on my third trip. I'm down playing in the Sabak tournament and Wraith Cole like slips me these because he sees I'm down to one and he's like, how are you doing? Like, what's going on? He's like messing around. It's Justin Beard. And I'm like, well, I'm down to one as one, you know, not. <laughs> and he's like, like, okay, good. All right. Well, sorry to hear that. So before I know it, he comes back slips this to me and it gives me like a whole bunch of light these to shoot. That's cool. <laughs> I will say that um, I am the champion of the <gasps> Terminator for the May 3rd voyage. Oh my god! That's <laughs> I have my medallion sitting right over there. So that's oh, very you special. Got, you got a medallion? Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was probably my highlight of the trip because I wasn't going I wasn't going to do the Sabak Terminator. Um, I was down, it was me and Drew from Drew. Yeah, I think from Years of the Halcyon. Yeah. We were like sneaking around by the um room with the luggage in it. Cargo cargo hold. Yeah, the the cargo hold. Yeah. And we were we were sneaking around there. We we're standing outside of it, waiting to go in because somebody was doing pictures in there. And a lady came out and said, Hey, would you like to be part of the Sabak tournament? And we we're like, well, I guess. So we went in. And then I, I just kept winning for some, I just kept winning and then won the whole thing in the sublight lounge on that night. So that was so cool. <laughs> really fun. Yeah. I could even win with this. I was like, <laughs> um, I, I couldn't even cheat win that thing. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, you can keep them. Those are cursed. Like, I don't want those. Back. <laughs> but this is one of my favorite things. Cost me nothing. Cool. Cost me absolutely yeah. nothing, and but there's yeah. all beautiful things people made. Like somebody made a medallion of the Hyannanea stone that his character gave me, trying to woo me on our trip together. And it's just like just some of the beautiful things that people made. I mean, I can't even get into it. Like oh. it's just like you recognize that. Oh <gasps> yes, that's a Kyber crystal that I make. That you make that whole set? Yeah. Yeah. I make all the drinks. I love those. those wow. are so great. Yeah, they work and the lightsabers are cool. So I took all these on the ship with me. So when I was at the finals of the tournament, I had all my drinks all laid out in front of me. And they're like, what are these? I'm like, oh, it's my good luck charms for the, for the, you know, playing Savak. And so it was fun. And I would give the drink, I would give these out to the, uh, the bartenders and stuff. They're and beautiful. They yeah, I've got those. this one, the icebreaker. And then I've got like, a whole set of the Ogus Cantina, like just about all the drinks from there. Okay, I'm gonna show you what I made because I'm really tech. <laughs> oh, no, like to divide this into two episodes or something. Okay. <laughs> We're still within range here. We're still in range. Okay. I need a good maker. I did this with Shrinky Dink, but do you see? Oh, what cool. oh yeah, very cool. Nice. What is that? Do yeah. you know what it is? It's the fluke, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've thought about making a Kyber crystal that looks like that. I've thought about it. I may do it. I need um, to do it now. I think, you know what I need to do? 
I mean, if you guys are okay with it, I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll make a kyber crystal for the Halcyon days. What? Yeah, maybe I'll think of something. What? Yeah. <laughs> if you got ideas, let me know, and maybe we'll make one, like a special edition, oh just for God. you guys. You get in the DVD case, or do they make DVDs still? Like, yeah, it could be in the <laughs> blister pack or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'll think. I'll think of it. I'll think of some stuff. You think of some stuff. Maybe favorite colors or, or something. And maybe okay. I'll- Maybe if people like buy a certain number of the DVDs, like box tops, and then you can like send away for a special Kyber Kyber crystal. Crystal. Send your address. Buy, buy five DVDs. Like, you know. Now that could be like we could talk about it. That could be a good fundraiser for you guys. Maybe we could do something. Real, um, like, um, Tom Ogre of Jedi Talk is looking into fundraising with us. Um, on the weekend of May the 4th. So we may have something like that. And if we do, that would be amazing. Or just your own thing would be so helpful. As you know, I just really want to pay our team. Like, I just want to yeah. pay them. <laughs> like, they, it would be nice to give them some money for the amazing work that they're doing. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure something out. Okay. I've done stuff like that before. I've made uh, Kyber Crystals for Make-A-Wish stuff. I've done stuff like that that could be auctioned off. So we can figure something out. Thank you. Thank you. I love that drink set is so great. My address is, I mean, if the set happens to show, I will promote you as the official Kyber drink set sponsor of House. <laughs> I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'll send you some messages. We'll, we'll get it worked out. Um, so I'll see you on the wish cruise, man. That's a drug, but I'm glad May the 4th for that. I'll be there May the 4th. I mean, if there's, if there's a listener out there that just wants to like send me a wish cruise ticket or whatever they do, just, just go ahead, send it to me, and I'll go and report on it. <laughs> COVID, they'll let you on because they feel sorry for you because, like, that worked yeah. out the opposite way. So I don't know. I have COVID. Can you let me on the yeah, show? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. That'll work. That sounds right. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been wonderful. You're welcome back anytime. You should come if you want to. Our other podcast, Living with the Landspeeder. If you want a Star Wars five. Star Wars if I ride, let us know and we'll get you on. Just think of a think of your favorite. Ooh, maybe Figment. Well, that's actually oh, our next that? show. Somebody just took that one. Yeah. Oh. I need to definitely like listen to that then. Um, I'll think about it. Oh gosh, who took that one? Carrie. It's Carrie's thing. Oh yeah. yes, he yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I gotta figure that out. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. <laughs> um, if you need anything from us, uh, first off, where can people find you? Um Lots of places. So there's there is a official website for the project Halcyon Halcyon um, There's links to our. We have a nonprofit organization that is a sponsor, which means you can link there to a place if you're the kind of person who wants to donate to a film project and write it off on your taxes. That can happen. But every uh, so we've got an Instagram, we've got a Facebook. Um, so follow YouTube us on any YouTube channel. So there's gonna be more stuff coming out, especially on the YouTube channel as we it unfolds. So people should follow that stuff if you're if you're interested in the project because it's all in flux. We don't know exactly how it's um, being funded for sure, but it'll be funded some way. Maybe there will be a crowdfunding campaign coming down the line with some cool incentives with some cool incentives. Uh, there's definitely some things that were already in place for that, but there's definitely, there's going to be a teaser trailer coming out soon. That that is going to be the first time you people will see 
the professional footage that was shot of the voyage. Um, we've got already released a bunch of clips of interviews with passengers and stuff, but that will be the first time that the pro footage of the voyage is part of it. So cool. all those places. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for cool. coming on again. And uh, for our listeners and watchers, um, you can find my Kyber crystals at I'm geek shop on Etsy. I always plug that. That's our sponsor. right? <laughs> Me, I'm our sponsor. Um, but yeah, we'll be again next week. We'll be at Living Flanspear, or yeah, and then the following week we'll be with back with I Am Geek. We'll have something new, something fun, and of course, something geeky. We'll catch you on the next I Am Geek. Bye bye. Thanks. <laughs>